Hi everyone, good day and welcome to another edition of Sports Hub with Eberi. My name is Eberi Oji, your host on the show, being aired on Regia Radio, an online radio that gives you the best in terms of entertainment and insight-filled programs. Honestly, if you don't have the app on your mobile phone, you indeed are missing a lot. I don't know what else. I really don't know what else. You need to have that app on your phone. You need to have that app with you all day long because you'll enjoy every bit of everything that happens on Radio Radio. Happy New Month once again and um, welcome to the show where we bring to you live updates on sporting events and activities all over the world. Yeah, straight up to the business of the day. <laughs> Honestly, I have, I've got no words. I've got no words. No words to explain the kind of football results the world got in the EPL over the weekend. I am stunned. I am shocked. I don't have words to say. The kind of results we got on the 4th of October, it's something that still, it's still, it's like a dream that's a bad dream for the fans of those clubs. A really bad one. Honestly, it's, it was that bad. How do we, it doesn't, there were huge upsets huge upsets over the weekend in, in the games the um, game week four of the epl when i thought man city you know last week um, yes upper week yeah last week not this last one not this weekend the last weekend before this last week this weekend that passed man city got trashed at home at the etihad by leicester city five goals to two they considered three goals in that in that fixture they considered three goals in that fixture Three penalties, rather, in that fixture. I don't, I don't know what their defense, their defense line. I just don't know. I don't know what happened. So they got, they, def- they got defeated at home by Leicester City at the Etihad. This weekend, Leicester City got defeated at their King Power Stadium, their own home, by a West Ham United side. Three goals to nil. This is a West Ham United that, that as of last season, as a few months ago, if I'm saying that last season, to be probably like um, it's like some more so years ago. No, last few months back in in July, they were struggling trying to avoid relegation. They didn't really do fantastic. That they were not fantastic towards the end of the season. They ended their season with 37 points. Why Aston Villa ended their season with 35 points? Then for those they ended their season on 16th. Aston Villa ended their season on 17th. Then we have 18, 19, 20 that got relegated. So they were not a fantastic side. And honestly, that game was a win-win for Leicester City against the backdrop of backdrop of a very, very impressive last as in two weeks ago weekend where they trashed Man City five goals to two. But what happened? Leicester, Leicester lost at home. They were defeated at home by West Ham United. And when I thought that was just the only shocker, okay, Chelsea played on Saturday on the third of October. On Saturday, they played had an early an early kickoff of twelve thirty p.m. I I kept asking myself which Chelsea will be playing that game. Is it the Chelsea that played against Bansley? Is it the Chelsea that played against West Brom in the second half? Because Chelsea they were trailing West Brom by three goals to nil in the first half, but they came back stronger in the second half and ended that goal or that game three three. Is it the Chelsea that played against Tottenham in the EFL Carabao Cup? That would that in, in the first half of the EFL Carabao Cup because Chelsea they were the better side in the first half of that EFL Carabao Cup against Tottenham. But you know, they relaxed and they didn't score goals. And I keep saying this: anytime you are playing against, no matter the kind of opposition, number one, you don't take any club for granted. A, a small club can come and mess everything about you up. You don't take any club for granted. If you have the opportunity to score goals against any side, score those goals. If you are in the 18-yard box of the opposition, try as much as possible to keep scoring goals. That is why I always talk about at- at- Atalanta. Atalanta is a side. Yes, they tend to, it's rare an Atlanta side of in the Serie A. It's rare on rare occasions you see them keeping a clean sheet. But you see scoring goals. They are very, very good at scoring goals. They score goals. Like, they score five, six goals. Now, when you're scoring five, six, four, five, six goals, you're, keep, you're making the opponent, you know, accept defeat. Because 
it will take something extraordinary to you're scoring five goals against an opponent and an opponent scores one goal and probably you're notching the sixth one it will take it's going to be more like it's going to be a a, 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 a a mountain to climb a big mountain to climb for the opponent because there is no how they'll end that game six six it's not possible it's not possible so at most it might end six two and at the end of the day the club with the highest goal tally wins the game but when you're trailing a, a club when you're trailing a game by one zero it's as good as you not scoring any because if the opponent eventually scores a goal and levels that score line you'll be placed in panic mode and that was exactly what happened with chelsea tottenham in the efl carabao cup that was played on tuesday last week they, they you know they they relaxed they could they were not clinical they, they had a couple of chances and they wasted those chances and it cost them because tottenham came back into the game in the second half lamela eric lamela scored the equalizer and the game, you know, Mourinho found saw that Chelsea they were not clinical. He had to bring in the likes of Harry Kane, had to bring in the likes of you know big, 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 big names. And that game it dragged on till penalty shootout. Everyone scored, but Messi Mount lost his penalty. So, if you're opportune to score goals to finish up a game in the first night in the 90th before the 90th minute, please do so. It saves your it saves you and your your fellow teammates the, the the stress of having to keep dragging on a particular game or stressed out. So that is that that that's that about that. Now that I kept asking which Chelsea will play against Crystal Palace, but they proved many wrong, including myself. They played the game against Crystal Palace at home. That was the first home game, the first game Mendy, first EPL game Mendy started in between the sticks for Chelsea as their goalkeeper. And that was the first game for, um, EPL game for Chiwell. Ben Chiwell starting the first EPL game. Ben Chiwell not only scored, but he notched, he helped, he assisted in that game. Chelsea scored four goals to nil. They kept a clean sheet. Two penalties by Jorginho, a goal by Chiwell, another goal by, um, Kozuma. Kozuma, I really must say, has been so impressive. And when Chelsea played the West Brom game, I, I, I kept asking, why will Lampard, Frank Lampard, pair Thiago Silva with Andres Christensen? Christensen does not speak French. He does not speak Brazilian. He speaks Danish. He speaks English. And he's a, he's, he's a soft kind of player. You don't pair him with someone It's a veteran. Like, you pair him with someone... You pair Thiago Silva with someone that number one speaks the same. I'm not saying he's a must. You must speak the same language. Language, but if both of them speak the same language, it's 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 a good one. And someone as physical as Zuma, you can see what they, they played with. Both of the pairing of Zuma and Thiago Silva, it was excellent. They kept the clean sheet, and they scored goals. The the team. The, this is the first time I'm saying Chelsea. They they, they 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 won it was a deserved win like it was not, it was a convincing victory it was not a victory they had to struggle just like their first game against brighton in the season they, they, they played well in this fourth game and it was a good one now chelsea won that game four goals too uh, you know four four goals against crystal palace in the second first half was just zero zero now the second half chelsea notched in four good goals in the second 45 minutes Remember this same Crystal Palace was the same the same Palace that defeated Man United at Old Trafford two weeks ago by three goals to one. Do you understand? So it's a good I feel it's a good it's a good feeling for Chelsea. It's a very good one for Chelsea. When we thought probably um it's gonna be the big teams winning their games. Of course, Sheffield um Arsenal won their game against Sheffield United by two goals to one. When we thought maybe um Liv uh, what's their name? Though many knew that as uh, Man United versus Spurs is going to be a tough game, but no one believed, no one imagined, no one envisaged that, no one had that mindset that the scoreline would end up with what we had at Ultra for the Theater of Dreams. Man United at the first minute of that game against Spurs. Scored the first goal through Bruno Fernandes. It was a penalty. It was a PK. They scored the first goal. And everyone was like, it's um, business as usual. But barely two minutes after they scored that goal, something, some, in fact, I don't know how to explain, but something so, so, so shocking and appalling happened. 
my United defense became distorted. My United defense became this in this array. My United defense became spineless. Like they, they, they were everywhere. Their problem presupposed captain Harry Maguire was no. In fact, he, <laughs> in because of watching that game, he was the one. When the ball came into their 18 yard box, why were you not knowing the ball? Why didn't you try to bring the ball down and you know balloon the ball into the field? Why we kept the yeah, Maguire? Um, what's his name? Bell Eric Bailey headed the ball sort of up. Maguire did the same thing. And when the ball finally landed, we had a whole lot of um, sports players in the eighteen yard box. Of course, you don't you don't expect the game. Game, game was he was he was just there because he was confused as to who he would tackle. You know who he would try to save the ball from. You had defenders inside, and the defenders couldn't push out that ball. Look, sure that tried kicking up the ball. Maguire pushed him down, and Dombele Tangai Dombele of Spurs scored the, the the leveler, and that was how the gate of heavens. In fact, that was how. The gate of goals opened because that game they, we kept seeing goals in the first before the before the 45 50 minutes of the first half. In fact, 37 minutes later, my United were trailing Spurs by four goals to one in the first half. It wasn't up to 40 minutes, 37 minutes. My United had already considered four goals in the first 37 minutes of the game. Who does that? The defense line was so 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 shambolic. Like it was oh my oh damn. It was nothing to write home about. That game ended. That game ended by that game ended by six six goals to um six goals to one in favor of Tottenham Hotspur. I know my United they've had such defeat before but this is in fact in this century it was during ferguson's regime that massity trashed um massity trashed them that same score line but the way and manner they considered those goals it's something it's it, 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 something it's something it's it's so 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 it's so bad it's so bad the way and manner they, they, they consider those goals so 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 bad so bad yeah it's not good and to think they bought my wire for 80 million pounds. They bought um, um what's his name? Um one bisaka for 50 million. Luke Shaw was one of the one 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 of the most expensive defenders then. He was the English defender, one of the most expensive English defender defenders then for when my United bought him. Eric Bell, he was bought for like 30 something million. As in the combination they had over over um if you check the amounts they used to buy those, it was it was running into over hundred and ninety something, if not two hundred million pounds. Now look at look at just look at six one at home. I, their fans, I don't think they are yet to recover. I don't think their fans are yet. You don't spend that amount of money on defenders and you, and they don't perform. Maguire has been so in fact. My United, so my United fans will be like, Mibiri, you always you always carry, you always have my United. No. They're always in the book for the wrong reasons. And to think he's the captain of the team, he, he, he's, when you look at him, he's a shadow of himself. Leicester City will be like, they really played the first one on United. Paid 80 million pounds for that guy. Honestly, he's a flop. And now, in this transfer window, we had this information that, okay, Smalling, one of their defenders that was on loan at AS Roma, they were having issues trying to agree the deal, you know, because he performed well with AS Roma, and AS Roma wanted to make his deal permanent. I don't know why United agreed to that stand, as in to that deal, because the transfer window that just ended, just at the tick of nick of time, they had accepted the the amount. Um. AS Roma was this was two days, two few those two days, a day or so after that and uh, that 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 trashing at Old Trafford. You still went ahead to accept. I feel if I was a Man United, I was in the position to, to, to give you know to give decisions in Man United, I would say, ah, since I can't get a defender now, which it's surprising because they've been they've been they've been they've been a shadow of their old self. They should have gone for for a defender. They should have gone for the defender. But no, they were they were always they were all about Sancho, 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 Sancho. And I don't know what's the big deal about the Sancho guy. Mason Greenwood is it he, he scores goals too. So what's the big deal about Sancho? 
they kept fantasizing about Sancho all through all through the transfer window. They had opportunities to go for so they, they could go to go to Greece, go to Ukraine to get players. They are as in they are scouting. They are, they are scouting. They are they are they are, they are scouting um, team. It's, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't do a good job this period. They did not. They could have gotten a defender. A center back, someone to pair with Maguire, someone to make that um, you know back line uh, you know comfortable, make it coordinated, because look um what's his name, Maguire is not it at all. He's not it one bit. They they considered cheap goals, goals that on a very good day should have been avoided, six one, and I had uh, what's his name Bruno Fernandes during halftime almost he wanted to fight. Maguire, as in he was so angry. Uh -uh. You don't concede goals that way now. You don't concede goals like that. It's so bad. Now, when we thought that was the only thing that happened that Sunday, that 4th of October, a 4th of October, every single Man United and Liverpool play um, fan, and even players who want to forget in a jiffy, like to, to forget is a bad dream, is a nightmare. Aston Villa. Aston Villa that almost got relegated last season that almost got relegated two months ago let me use that word <laughs> let me you know rephrase it like that that almost got relegated two months ago it was just one point that saved aston villa from getting relegated they ended the season with 35 points either 35 or 36 points bournemouth ended the season with 34 points or thereabouts it was just one that helped Aston Villa escape relegation. But you know what happened on the 4th of October? Aston Villa trashed defending champions Liverpool at home, as in at Villa Park, by seven goals to two. Yes, you heard me right. Seven, in fact, yes, Alisson was out injured, he had a shoulder injury, and he's going to be out for like five to six weeks. Adrian is, is a, is, is, a seasoned goalkeeper, Adrian is a goalkeeper that is a, with ex, with a, a you know vast a wealth of experience. Adrian is good. Like there are certain games he had say he has saved Liverpool over time when he's he has been a a good you know um second second choice goalkeeper. But you see the defense of Liverpool. Oh no, I don't know what happened. But even uh, Virgil Van Dijk. Arnold, uh, Alexander Trent, Arnold, Gomez, like every they were they played. Aston Villa, Aston Villa, even though that they were not too clinical in some of the goals that they almost scored, that game would have ended nine two, yes, nine two. But they considered this is the worst defeat ever in the history of EPL for a defending champion. Seven goals to two. I know that they probably they they consider those goals against a top side. They consider those goals against a relegation a few day, few months ago. These people we are dragging. They are struggling from being relegated, getting relegated. They considered seven two yet yeah, um, on 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 Sunday. Ah, I don't know. Like, Klopp will be like, "What happened? Is this a bad dream? What happened? I still can't find words because the defense collapsed. The midfield collapsed. It was just." Um, Salah that managed to you know score two goals out of that that um um Herondio's um score line. What happened? What happened? United um Liverpool. What happened? It was so bad. It was so so appalling. Everybody, everyone there will be. Everyone there will will in one way or the other be you know they would trap that look at everyone has to be blamed. And I keep asking, does it mean if Sadio Mane does not play, or he's out injured? Because Sadio Mane and um, Sadio Mane and Thiago Alcantara, they were tested. Uh, they were tested um, COVID nineteen. They tested positive for COVID nineteen. So, right, it starts that the normal um, health procedures and um, um, measures they they've been isolated until they get properly you know healed and all that. So they couldn't play that game. So does it mean without a Sadio Mane, Liverpool cannot play. He's just one player. He's just one player. Ah, it was very bad. It was really, really, really bad. It was so bad. Honestly, it was so bad. Burnley, they are yet to get a point. Um, they are yet to get 
their first win this season. The same thing with Fulham and Sheffield United. Now, now go through the the fix and um, the results of the games that was played over the weekend on Saturday, October third. Chelsea won against Crystal Palace by four goals to nil. Everton has been Everton and Aston Villa so far. They've been the better side this in this for, in this new season. For the four games they've played, Everton they have won all four games. For the three games Aston Villa has played this season so far, because they have an outstand, our, an, a one outstanding game. For the three games Aston Villa has played played this season, they have won the three. They've not drawn any game. They've won all three, and they sit at the top of the league table now. Chelsea won against Crystal Palace by four goals to nil. Everton won against Brighton by four goals to two. Calvin Lewin cannot just stop scoring. They are striker. He has six goals now. He has scored nine goals in six games played this period for Everton. Like the young man keeps scoring goals and goals and goals. I I I thought someone something that I believe Kalio Ancelotti has finally gotten his own Lewandowski in the England in in the EPL. Honestly, they've been they've been great. And Hamis Rodriguez too. Their number ten. The creative midfielder has been wow for the team. He has he has scored three goals and also created three chances. Three he has done, scored three goals and and had created three assists in the four games played so far for Everton. So it's a very good one. It's a massive one for Everton. Everton four, Brighton two. Leeds United stunned <laughs> Leeds United stunned Man City at home at Elian Road. Not that they, they they won, but they played very well. That they outplayed Man City. They had more shots on target than Man City. They had more possession than Man City. The game ended Leeds 1, Man City 1. They, they, they shared sports and it was more like an ogre versus, uh, versus his apprentice. Pep Guardiola has always looked up to Marcelo Bielsa as a manager that he, he, he respects. A manager that he's learning from because... Marcelo Bielsa is someone that is well-grounded in the, in, in, in the things of football. Like, he's, he's up there. He's a veteran. The Argentinian is a veteran manager. And every, every upcoming um, manager would always look up to him as a center reference, as a mentor. Honestly, they, they, Leeds, they've been great. They've been really, really great. So, Leeds won. Man City won. Newcastle won against Burnley. Newcastle, they've been, they've, they've been you know, so far. It's just one game. They've won two games, drawn once and lost one. Newcastle won against Burnley by three goals to one. Burnley, they are yet to win a game this season. And Sandage, their their manager, his team is aged. And they didn't really do much transfer business this period. He has an aged team. They need to revamp the team. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't buy... They didn't do much business deals. Like they didn't, they didn't do, they were not really too 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 active in the transfer market. On the fourth of October, the, the the stunner day, the day that shocked the whole world in football, Leicester lost against West Brom, West Ham. Leicester lost against West Brom by a goal. I mean zero um, zero three. West Ham scored three goals to nil against Leicester City. Southampton won against West Brom by two goals to nil. Arsenal won against Sheffield United by two goals to one. Wolves won against Fulham. Fulham is Fulham, Sheffield United, and um, West and um, Burnley. They are yet to win a game this season. Wolves won against Fulham by a goal to nil. Man United lost to Tottenham by conceding six goals and scoring just one. So the match ended. Man United won. Tottenham Hotspur six. Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. <laughs> Those, that scoreline is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, honestly. So, the league table as it stands now, we have Everton. Everton has played played 4 games and they've won 4 games. Second on the league table is Aston Villa. They've played 3 and they've won 3. Leicester City have played 4. They've won 3 and lost 1. Aston Villa, I mean, Arsenal has played three. Um, has played 4. 1-3 and lost 1. Liverpool has played 4, 1-3 and lost 1. Tottenham has played 4, they won 2, drew 1 and lost 1. Chelsea, sitting on 7th position, has played 4, they won 2, drew 1 game and lost 1 game. Leeds United on 8th position, the same thing, they've won 2 games so far, they drew 1 and also lost 1. Newcastle, has they've played 4 games, they've won 2 of their games, drew 1 game and um, lost one West Ham United sit on 10th position. They've played four games, they've won two, and they've lost they've lost um two they've lost two games. 
Southampton on 11th position. They've played four games. They've won two games and they've lost two games. Crystal Palace, they've played four games, won two games and lost two games. That's, they just have six, six points so far. Wolfhampton, Wolves United, they've played four games, won two and lost two. Then look at where the Manchester clubs are now. Manchester City on 14th position. They have played three. They've won just once. They've drawn once and also lost a game. That was the game against Leicester City. They lost that game against Leicester City. Brighton on 15th position. They have played four games. They've won one and they've lost three. That's three points so far. My United on 16th position. They've played three games. They've won one and they have so far lost two games. Just have three points from a possible nine game. Nine. West Brom United, they've played four and they've lost three. <laughs> they've played four, they lost three and drew one. The one they drew was against Chelsea two weeks ago. Burnley, they've played three and they've lost three. They get to get a point. Sheffield United, they've played four games and they've lost all four. Fulham has played four games and they have lost all four. Burnley, they are on 18th position. Sheffield United, 19th. And Fulham on 20th. Those guys, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. Liverpool, another funny thing about Liverpool that they've scored 11 goals for, for Liverpool. They've scored 11 goals and they've so far considered 11 goals. So there's no, the difference now is zero for them and it's not a good one. Considering 11 goals in your first four, in your first, first four games, it's not, it's not really a good start for a defending champion. It's not a good one for a defending champion. Now, the highest goal scorer so far in the EPA, we have Calvert-Lewin of, um, Everton, he has six goals in first four games of the season. Son of um, Spurs, he has six goals in the first four games of the season. Jamie Vardy has five goals in the first four games of the season. Then we have Salah. Salah also has five goals in the first four games of the season. We have Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson has four goals for Newcastle. Then Neil Maupe, he plays for Brighton. He has four goals for Brighton. For, there are six kings so far. Hurricane has six assists for Spurs. Jack Lirich has three assists for Aston Villa. And John McGain has three assists as well for Aston Villa. For um the La Liga, they had the, the La Liga games. The La Liga games, well, the La Liga games. Of course, we have the transfer window, but I won't talk about the La Liga games um first. The La Liga games for the third of September. Um, the 3rd of October, we have Real Valladolid. Real Valladolid lost at home against Elba. They considered two goals. Elba won that game by two goals to one in favor. Uh, yes, two goals to one. Real Valladolid scored just a goal. Why Elba scored two goals in that fixture? Atletico Madrid were held to a 0-0 a, a zero, zero, um, stalemate at home by Villarreal. The game ended 0-0. Zero, zero. Then we have Elche. Elche with Huesca. They also ended their goal, their game with uh, by a zero zero. Um, they didn't score any goal in that game. It ended. They shared the spoils in that game. The Real Sociedad scored three goals against Getafe. Getafe didn't score any goal in their fixture. It was Real Sociedad at full time. Real Sociedad three versus um zero. Getafe. Then we have Valencia versus Real Betis. Real Betis, ever since this man joined Real Betis, Manuel Pellegrini, he has been he has been a great coach for them so far. They've been it's just a few games I know they had to you know drop points, but they've been great. They have been great. So they won against Valencia by two goals to nil. Valencia zero, Real Betis two. Then in the German Bundesliga on that same third, Dortmund scored four goals against Freiburg. Freiburg didn't score any goal in that game. The game ended four goals to nil in favor of Dortmund. Frankfurt won Hoffenheim surprisingly. Entered Frankfurt. No, Central Frankfurt is a very is a tough side. But the way Hoffenheim so far has been, you know, scoring goals this season, they've they've been. I I, I had this nudge that probably it would have ended in a one-one, but Frankfurt had the all three points in the bag at the end of the game. Frankfurt won that game by two goals to one. FC Colen lost against Borussia Mönchengladbach by three goals to one. FC Colen had just a goal. Why Borussia Mönchengladbach scored three goals in that game? Whether Bremen versus Bayer Leverkusen, both teams they shared the spoils. The game they shared the spoils in the game. They both, the game ended one one in favor of Bayer Leverkusen. Um, one one. They all shared spoils in that game. One one. 
whether Bremen won against Armina Bellifed. Armina Bellifed is a new team, a newly promoted side. Whether Bremen won that game by a goal to nil. RB Leipzig won their game against Shaka 04. Shaka 04, a few days back, sacked David Wagner. I, I, when I saw it, I was like, it's high time. He was sacked like um, six to seven days ago. As a last week after their defeat in their last game, they sacked him. David Wagner is not, I know he's German, but he's not, he needs to go and, you know, he needs to go for sabbatical first, then go get more trainings. He's not the right fit for Shaka 04. Imagine losing 8-0 in your first game of the season. They lost 8-0 to um, um, Bundesliga champions, the world, the world football champions as it stands now. Bayern Munich, they lost eight goals to me in their first game. So they've sacked David Wagner. David Wagner used to be a Huddersfield um, manager. He used to be a Huddersfield um, manager. So they've sacked him. But despite the sack, Shaka Ofo still considered four goals against RB Leipzig. The game ended RB Leipzig 4, Shaka Ofo 0. Then in Italy, Sausulo won against Crotone. Crotone just scored a goal in that fixture. Sausulo scored four goals against Crotone. Then, Giona versus Torino's game because of the outbreak of the COVID-19 in Turin. It was um, postponed. They didn't play that game. Giona versus Torino. They didn't play the game. Then, Udinese. They, they, they lost against um, AS Roma by a goal to nil. In the League 1, Lens scored two goals against Saint and Ten. Saint and Ten they lost that game by two goals to nil. Then Nice won against Nits. Nice won that game by two two goals to one against um Nits. Against Nits. Then on the fourth of October in the La Liga, Osasuna won against Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo started up well, but they have started <laughs> as it stands now. They are, I don't know. They lost their last game against Barcelona, and now they've lost this one against Osasuna. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I go ask and his teammates. I really don't understand what is happening there. So Osasuna won that game against Celta Vigo by two goals to nil. Deportivo Alaves, um, they. One against Athletic Bilbao by a goal to nil. Deportivo Alaves scored one goal against Atletico Bilbao. Athletic Bilbao, rather. Then Levante lost to Real Madrid by two goals to nil. Cadiz shared the spoils with Granada. The, the game ended 1-1. They both clubs shared spoils. Barcelona were held to a stalemate at home by Sevilla. The game ended 1-1. Both teams you know, shared the 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 the, um, the, the spoils. And uh, this is the first the um, um, the first um they've played three games so far. Barcelona has won two and they've this is their first draw of the season. Then in the Jam in, in Germany we have Wolfsburg versus Osburg. They ended that game by a, a, a zero zero a goalless line um score line zero zero ended zero zero at full time. Bayern Munich scored four goals past Heta Berlin. Honestly that game would have ended the draw. But when you have a Lewandowski in your side, be rest assured that you are covered. Lewandowski scored all four goals. He netted a brace four times. I mean, two times. That is one, two, three, four. He scored four good goals in that fixture. Now, in the Serie A, on, on the 4th of October, we had Atlanta. Atlanta scored five goals against Cagliari. Cagliari scored just two. Like I said, Atlanta is a team that keeps... They always score goals. But one thing about them, them that... No matter the number of goals they score, they are always likely to concede goals. So Atlanta 5, Cagliari 2. The game ended in favor of Atlanta. Atlanta as a standard, they, 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 started, they, they have a 100% record in the in the Syria and they sit at the, fourth, the the top of the league table. Then they have we have um, Benavento versus Bologna. Benavento won that game against Bologna by a goal to nil. Lazio and Inter Milan shared spoils in Rome. Lazio just ended that game by a 1-1 draw. Parma won against Verona by a goal to nil. Why AC Milan won against Spezza by three Spezza by three goals to nil. Juventus versus Napoli game was postponed because of the outbreak of 
COVID-19. Now, in the League 1, we have Montepella. Montepella lost at home against Nimes by a goal to nil. Bodos won against De Jong by three goals to, to zero. Then Brist, surprisingly, Brist won against Monaco by a goal to nil. I don't know what happened to Monaco that day, honestly. Mids won against Laurent by three goals to one. Why? Strasbourg lost against Lille at home by three goals to nil. Remis versus Rims. They re Rennes versus Remis. Hmm, those names there. Eh? Rennes versus Rims. They, they ended in a stalemate. The game ended 2-2. Both teams shared spoils. Why Leon? Finally, Leon versus Marcel ended in a 1-1 draw the transfer window has ended the transfer window has ended so how well did your club do business macho guenduzi um, um, an arsenal midfielder has joined heta berlin on the season long loan on the that all these things happened on deadline day torreira had already done his his uh, medicals and past medicals few days before the transfer deadline day with atletico madrid and now they they, they had this Atletico Madrid already had a for five million um, pounds um, release clause tag on Thomas Partey, the 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 Ghanaian, the twenty seven year old Ghanaian that plays for Atletico. That just to play for Atletico Madrid because as he stands now, he has joined my um, he has joined Arsenal. So they had a forty five million release clause, and when you have a release clause, it is stated like the contract is you can't go, you can't bend it, you can't say let us change the release clause. No, it's sealed. It's, it's, it's sealed. So. Even a Leeds United or a Fulham can come with forty five million pounds and price him away. Any club can come and once you pay that release clause to the La Liga FA, you come and price him away. So Arsenal kept playing hardball. They kept, you know, you know, I don't know, I don't really know. So I believe Atletico Madrid were like, This is what you have to pay. It's not no more in our hands. Pay him and get pay this and get him. But there was no how Atletico could confirm the signing of uh, what's his name? Torreira from Arsenal. On the season long loan without selling any player. Arsenal on their own part, they were not willing to meet the release clause at the time. So Atletico Madrid, I, I feel, started planning with the Torreira, uh, believing that they would be able to sell one or two players. Why keeping Thomas Partey? Because until unless you you activate their uh, you activate their re release clause, Thomas Partey will not be going anywhere. So I believe Diego Simone started planning with Thomas Partey and hopefully Torreira. Only at the dying minute, as in last few hours to transfer deadline, you know, time, on on the fifth of October. In the afternoon, we had. As Arsenal had, um, activated his release clause, and we we're like, wow, are you serious? Arsenal activated his re <laughs> his release clause, and before eleven, the deal became a done deal. Atletico Madrid, they were not happy because. If they if Arsenal had done this deal in time, they would have probably gotten more funds to get another midfielder. But it has happened. It has happened. Congratulations, Arsenal! It was not really a good piece of because you kept all your fans on a high jump. But then they had the deal, and it it's Thomas Partey is an Arsenal player as it stands. Though he's not going to join up join them now because he's going to join, link up with his um, national side, the Ghanaian national team, to play against Mali on Friday. To play against Mali in a friendly club, um, international friendlies on Friday. So they got their man. So far in this transfer window, Arsenal will say Arsenal got. If they are, if we are to, to say um, who did the better transfer business, Arsenal they tried in their transfer business. They did. They they tried. They got a defender in Gabriel from from um, from Lille. They got Gabriel from Lille. They got um, William on the free from Chelsea. They 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 ensured that. Um, Abumeyang signed a new contract extension. That's a very good. That's a, that to me, that's the highlight of their season. Honestly, they got Dani Ceballos back on a season-long loan from Real Madrid. It's a good one as well. And finally, they got Thomas Partey. The Thomas Partey is a phenomenal defensive midfielder. He's a workaholic and he's very, very disciplined. So they're getting themselves a very good player, someone that can partner with Zaka. Someone that can even partner with Eleni or Dani Sabalos, they're getting themselves a very, very good player. Honestly, he's a good one. He's a massive, a massive coup for Mikel Atiota. So kudos to 
Mikel Arteta. Now, other, in other parts um, of um, the transfer window, Juventus finally signed um, Federico Chiesa. Federico Chiesa is a young Italian player, a midfielder that plays for Florentina. They signed him on a two-year loan deal with an obligation to buy for £36.3 million pounds from Florentina. Federico Chiesa is a good player. Inter Milan had wanted that guy. They wanted him with Nico Barella, but they, they didn't. They weren't able to get him. Now, Juventus under period. They've done very good piece of business this period. Very, very getting a Morata from getting Morata from um from Atletico um, Madrid. Getting Morata from Atletico Madrid and also getting this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good one for them. It's a good one for them. like I said, I said Matteo um Matteo Guendouzi of Arsenal has joined Heta Berlin on a season long loan. Torreira, of course, when the deal for um Thomas Party got confirmed. He was unveiled as an Atletico Madrid player. Torreira was unveiled as an Atletico Madrid player. Atletico Madrid needed to sell a player. And for the fact, Arsenal finally activated the release clause and paid the release clause of um, Thomas Party. They, they had already... Because they had, Atletico Madrid had to sell a player to get in, to be able to confirm Torreira's deal. That is how it is in the Spanish, in Spanish league. They have this quota. So you have to sell for you to buy. So for the fact... Um, Arsenal got Thomas Party. It was not easier for them to unveil Lucas Torreira on a season-long loan. Douglas Costa of Juventus joined um, joined Basile, um, joined Bayern Munich on a season-long loan from Juventus. He has played. He had played for the club side. He has played for. Uh, he has played for. Bayern Munich before he joined Juventus, so he's he's going back to his former side, to <laughs> he's going back to his former side for the season. He's going back to his former side for the season. And we also have um Eric Maxim Chupon Ponteng. This guy plays for PSG. He plays for PSG. He has joined Bayern Munich. He's a striker. He's a 31 year old striker. He has joined my Bayern Munich on a season long. He has joined. He's not really a season long because he's a free he's a free he's a free agent. He signed a contract till June 2021. Very tall African um striker. He plays for PSG and finally has joined Bayern Munich on a, on on a a, 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 a a contract till June. 2021. Alex Telles of FC Porto has joined Man United. Joined Man United on the deadline day for a, a fee of 13.5 million euros. Cavani. We all know Cavani. Edison Cavani joined Man United on that same transfer deadline day on a two-year deal. On a two-year deal. Bakayoko, as we all know, has joined um, Napoli. Bakayoko is a midfielder for Chelsea, but he fell out of... Um, he 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 has he he is not he was not what Chelsea bargained for. He has been on loan at AC Milan. He has been on loan at Monaco, and finally now he has joined Napoli on a season long, on a season long um loan. So I would um let's just because hopefully by next week I would try as much as possible to who and who uh, uh, in the EPL now, the clubs that benefited from this transfer market. Who are the clubs that really got it or got it right in this transfer market? Who are the clubs that say okay? Let they did very good transfer window in this transfer in this transfer market. My United, if I'm to start with my United, on a scale of one and uh, one to ten, I feel my United would get a six and a half over ten, because they got in Van der Be Van der Beek is a very good midfielder for from Ajax. Then they got in Alex Ters. Alex Ters is a good one. He's a left back from Porto. He's a Brazilian. And he plays really well. He scores goals. He's a left back that scores goals. He's a left back that, that does very good assists. Though his crossings might not really be okay, but he's an attacking-minded kind of left back. The guy is good. Then getting Edison Cavani. Cavani is a serial winner. He's going to be thirty-four in few in few months' time. And I keep asking, is it going? Is he going to be still be the very prolific striker we knew him back then in um in PSG and in Napoli? Is he going to be that? prolific for for uh, my united hope he will not be the one that will be placed on the bench he needs to play goal he needs to play he needs to play football and he's this kind of person that gives you that um gives you that um 
boldness for other players. If you look at my United team now, they, they've got young stars at outside Bruno Fernandes and Popoba. The other ones, they are young stars. They, they have the Rashfords, we have the Antonio Marshall, we have um, Mason Green. Well, those guys are young guys. But now having someone as as a veteran in the, in the person of um, Edison Cavani will be a plus one for Oligon Social's side. They need someone with vast experience, and that's why I'm giving them a six and a half over ten. But my problem now is that they, 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 they didn't get a defender. They did not get a defender. If probably had gotten a defender, it would have been a, a good one for them. But they did not get a defender. So I don't know. I really don't know. But let's just see how it goes. As now, they I would say is a nine. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me just. Um. Okay. Let's see. It's an it's an eight over ten for Arsenal. They got players at the right position, but the only thing I know they didn't get was a creative midfielder. If they had gotten Aua, it would have been ten over ten. But with eight, eight is a pass mark. I believe what what um, Mikel Ateta has now, he's going to work, and they'll be very they're going to be good title contenders. They'll be very good title contenders. Man City, well, I don't know. Man City, they've always been there, but I don't know. They keep investing in defenders, 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 defenders. I feel Edison needs a, a, a second goalkeeper. I, I feel Edison needs someone to challenge him for the um th that spot, number one spot of a goalkeeper. There are certain there are certain um certain goals, you know, that he tends to consider that are not really really necessary. If probably they had gotten a second goalkeeper, then it would have been a very good deal for them. I still give them maybe seven point five over ten. Until they fix their defense line. I don't know. He has very good he has spent a lot. Pep Guardiola has spent a lot in defense. So I don't really know why he keeps shipping in goals. He keeps shipping in goals. Tottenham Hotspur got in the striker Carlos Vinicius a few days before the deadline day. They got in Dorothy from um, Wolves. They got in Hojeberg from Southampton. They got Bill <laughs> from Real Madrid on the season long. And they got Sergio Regulon from Real Madrid. So I feel Tottenham, they did very good. Bit, um, bit, um, piece of business. They did a very good piece of business. I, I'm going to give them a 9 over 10. They did a very good piece of business and they've been scoring goals. They are scoring goals, like goals comfortably. Taga Dombele now, he, he's, he's getting his form back. He's always involved. The last two games they've played, he, he has been fantastic for Tottenham. So I'm giving Tottenham a 9 over 10. Then which other club? Okay, Chelsea. Well, Chelsea, score, Chelsea so far is the, 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 the club that spent, the, they, they got players. The only thing I know they didn't get was Declan Rice. For every player Chelsea was linked to, they got it. For every player Chelsea was linked, I'm not, okay, I could give Chelsea a 9 over 10. Until these players blend well. Because for every player they wanted, they got them all. So let's see how it goes. If probably they had gotten a defensive midfielder, then it would have been 10 over 10. But I'm giving Chelsea 9 over 10. But all the same, with what they have, I believe Frank Lampard and his team, they will thrive well. Everton, I'm giving Everton a 10 over 10. Okay, because, they fi yes, I'm giving them a 10 over 10 because they finally got a defend I mean, a, a, a goalkeeper. I was being skeptical of having a very fantastic squad with a Pickford in between the sticks. Pickford has not been great. Pickford, no, 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 he's not. He's, there are certain goals he ships, there are certain goals and mistakes he makes that are not so, 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 you know, they are they are mistakes, they are avoidable mistakes. But for the fact they were able to get a goalkeeper from AS Roma, the Sweden goalkeeper from AS Roma at the deadline, as in the final day of um the season, um, Robin Olsen, at the final deadline day of um the windows, they got him from on the season long loan from AS Roma. It's a good one. Since the likes of Sergio Romero of United and Kazaniga from Sports said they wouldn't join because it's a loan deal. Getting this guy now, a sweet, someone to give competition to Pickford, create competition for Pickford is a very good one. It's a very good piece of business for Carlo Ancelotti. They got the likes of Alan from Napoli. They got the likes of Dakore from Watford. They got the likes of Hamis Rodriguez from Real Madrid. I'm giving Everton a 10 over 10. They, they, they got players that they needed. They got players that they wanted. And they, they, they score goals. Calvin Lewin, um, Calvin Lewin has, you know, Gotten his form back and he's scoring goals. He keeps scoring goals. Richarlison, yes, he's out injured, but anytime Richarlison is on the pitch, he, he's a threat at the right hand side. Yes, they also had him um, to walk out, go out to um, Southampton on a season long loan, creating space for other players because definitely to walk out won't be having you know game time. Moskin, also a, a striker for Everton, has joined PSG on a season long loan with an option to buy at the end of the season so i feel these games they are 
I feel these clubs, they, they, Everton did a very, very, very good business. We've entered the international break. This is international break. There'll be no club active footballing activities up until the 17th of, for two weeks now, all players will be at their international, national, in, international club side. That's in the national team side, playing international club friendries, playing the um, um, Europa, Euro, Euro, Nations League games and all that. On the 8th of October, we have the playoffs that we play, the Nations League playoffs. We have Bulgaria versus Hungary by 7.45. We have Iceland versus Romania by 7.45. We have um, Bosnia-Herzegovina versus Northern Ireland by 7.45. We also have um, Slovakia versus Ireland by that same time, 7.45, on the 8th of October. Then we have Norway versus Serbia by 7.45. 45. Then UEFA Nations League would kick off formally on the 10th of October. We have Spain versus Switzerland. That's the game you need to watch. Spain versus Switzerland by 7.45. Ukraine versus Germany by 7.45. Luxembourg versus Cyprus by 7.45. Montenegro versus Azerbaijan by 7.45 on the 10th of October. Then on the 11th of October, we have Bosnia-Herzegovina versus Netherlands by 5 p.m. Poland versus Italy by 7.45 p.m. England versus Belgium by 5 p.m. Iceland versus Denmark by 7.45 p.m. Croatia versus Sweden by 5 p.m. France versus Portugal, that is a game everyone will want to watch, by 7.45 p.m. on the 11th of October. Norway versus Romania by 5 p.m. Northern Ireland versus Austria by 7.45 p.m. Israel versus Czech Republic by 7.45 p.m. Scotland versus Slovakia by 7.45 p.m. Ireland versus Wales by 5 p.m. And finally, Greece versus Moldova by 7.45 p.m. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to um, today's um, to, to this week's um, podcast. I, I will try as much as possible. A whole lot going on, but I'm going to try as much as possible to make it more richer richer and much more content filled as it is and even you know add up much more flair to it as the season goes by because the season just started and let's just see how it goes i feel this we're going to have an upset in the epl i don't see oh if the league continue with the way i see an everton going far this season Kelly Ancelotti is he's a serial winner and i don't think he's he's in everton for this first season he started with everton to play he's a he's a manager that would want to be in the mix regardless of the club of course regardless of the kind of player and regardless of the kind of club he is he did it for chelsea i'm not saying chelsea is a low team he did it for chelsea in his first season with chelsea he won the epl and also the um, fa cup so let's just see how it goes thank you so much for listening to our uh, my podcast today enjoy the rest of your day and um, please stay safe thank you and uh, goodbye bye